Hey, we're going to be talking about dating in a segment. Let me talk about a date with Destiny. Looking to own your own business? That's a big question mark. So become a franchisee for Liberty Tax Service. Their franchisees have been named the best of the best and have placed in the top of the financial services category of entrepreneurs. Franchise 500, the big one. They're on the big board, so to speak, when you're talking about franchises. So if you're looking to join a winning team and become a franchisee, visit LibertyTaxFranchise.com. Now, speaking of dates with destiny, I've got April Beyer here. She's a matchmaker, relationship expert. She's just launched Level, a hybrid, intuitive AI matching technology combined with human support to make dating effortless and rewarding again. I ran into her at a big event in Los Angeles I was putting on for the Hero Club. I was so impressed with the conversation. And, you know, it's a little bit out my norm. I mean, I'm not talking about dating. What do I know about dating? But I, I just thought, man, the business of dating and what's going on, you see so much on it. Every other commercial you see on TV is about dating. And, you know, I got a lot of people out there who are having a tough time finding, you know, Mr. Right or, you know, Ms., Mrs. Right, that lifelong. So she, she's been a pioneer in this personal matchmaking industry. I'm talking about some big bucks she's gotten over the years. And I just thought it was great to have her back or at least have her here to talk about some things that really help you get to where you want to go. So, and we're going to talk a little bit about this AI software she's got and how she's changing the dating landscape. So ladies and gentlemen, right here in all business, welcome April Beyer. From Main Street to Wall Street, global business celebrity and former Fortune 100 C-suite executive Jeffrey Hazlett takes you inside the good, the bad, and the ugly of businesses today. Saddle up. It's time for All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett. So, April, my first question. I've been married for 37 years, and if I were to break up with my wife now, it would literally scare the hell out of me to enter it back into this dating scene. Do you find a lot of people are kind of perplexed by it? Everybody is, Jeff. You know, whether they've been married for 20 years plus or they're still out there, everybody is perplexed. And, you know, if you did jump back out there in their dating market in the pool, it would be as difficult for you as it is for anybody who's already been doing it for 10 years because the landscape has so dramatically shifted that you'd have to figure out all new ways of how you would meet people, how you would introduce yourself. So yes, it's a stressful time for anybody. Yeah, I, I remember my my daughter, who's about 30, and she, of course, she's in a serious relationship now. But when she was dating, she was doing, you know, on the Tinder and all these other things. And when she first started doing it, I'm going, what, what are you doing? That's mm-hmm. not how you meet people, but that is how you meet people. I mean, that's it, right? Well, unfortunately, yes. But, you know, if you think about it, if we didn't have our phones and our and our dating apps, we would still be out in public. We'd still be on the way to the store, coming out of your office. It doesn't have to be the only way people date. It's just there is a big uh, perception out there that this is the only way you're going to connect with someone. So people are mm-hmm. no longer going out to meet because they'd rather conserve their time. People are trying to date in a very economical way by saving time. So they're on their apps during the day, setting up their dates, but they're not actually out and being as present as they once were before the apps existed. But but aren't the apps, don't the apps help a great deal? I mean, I was talking to I'm the eHarmony guys once. Uh, I knew a bunch of them and, and some executives, and they were telling me that the, the they could pinpoint the pinpoint certain data, like a, like the guy would look for a woman who is one half his age plus six or nine, I think it was, 
And then, and then the woman would look for a man three times revenue, three times, three, three <laughs> times their, 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 their um, earned pay or whatever. And I thought that was kind of an interesting thing. But, but don't the apps, I mean, the apps have to really help you narrow down the field, but at the same time, it makes the field a lot bigger. No, it, it, well, they're not, they're based on parameters. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking for things like that, like age parameters, location, they're good for things like that. But when it comes to what actually creates chemistry and connection, nobody is creating or has created yet a filter for that type of thing, for your values, for what I know after 20 years of, of matching and bringing couples together is what really works in a relationship. So they, there's this assumption that it's, that it's creating a smaller pool for you, but it's creating mass confusion because of the the lack of the really appropriate filters. Yeah, I, I want to get into your system level in a minute, but before we do that, I want to I'll, can you keep asking some more questions because I, I, I what I like about my interviews are that these uh, they're conversations, and I learn a lot. Can, can you get chemistry from online? No, you can't. In fact, we were just talking about that today in our meeting. Chemistry isn't something that can be outsourced. It's not found with a photo. It's not found with a bio. It's not even found during a phone conversation with someone. Chemistry is created, and that can only happen when you're willing to get out of your phone, out onto a real date, and sit across from somebody and create that connection. So I'm a big believer in chemistry isn't in the stars. It's not just something that hits you over the head. You actually go intentionally trying to create a connection with someone with releasing yourself from the attachment of the outcome. That's my method. Yeah. So you, you mentioned the word landscape. I think that's a good word. And I kind of like to get back to that. I think it's pretty mm. profound. You, you say that the dating landscape has shifted in the past few years. So what do you mean by that? Well, when I started out 20 years ago, you know, I was in the high-end luxury personal matchmaking space working with some of the most successful eligible men in the country. And in those days, you know, people were more open to uh, trying on ideas, saying yes to the expert voice. But since then, obviously, we have the dating agencies, like kind of the, like the lower end dating agencies that are more mass produced. We've got the dating apps that have come up. And then we still have, you know, meeting people organically. And then we have personal matchmakers out in the space. And everybody is trying to kind of do it. But what they've forgotten about is the humanity behind it. So I've seen the landscape change really, to be honest, in the last, I would say, two years, maybe three years, where I've seen the attitudes and the behaviors of people shift. There's more confusion. There's more self-doubt than ever before. Um, what we're trying to do is just leverage my experience to create a more powerful solution in the market that no one has touched yet. Mm -hmm. So most of my listeners, I would say, are, I'm going to use the word mature. I don't mean that in age because... I have young people, we have millennials and so forth, but they're mature, meaning they're pretty set in their ways. Um, what do you find are the most common frustrations for their for their dating lives? You know, we don't have a lot of time and, you know, people who are busy in their careers, it's the biggest frustration is the time wasted. Yeah. Um, it's the fragmented conversations that rarely leave the app and text messaging so if you only have a certain portion of your day that's free for your personal life, everyone is, I think, mostly trying to be economical with their dating life, which is the exact opposite of what people should do. Um, but the, mostly for men, I would say it's the wasted time. It's the lack of quality introductions. It's the people that are not being ethical or straightforward with their bios or their profiles. So it's very misleading 
And uh, I think it does tend to detract from someone's mission. You know, if they're trying to get ahead or they're running a company, if they're going to spend two to four hours out that night with someone that misrepresented themselves, or they've spent maybe five to 10 hours a week trying to message with someone and that messaging never left the app and created an actual union or a date, that's a lot of time that could be spent building someone's life, building their career, building out their friendships. So that's the biggest issue I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. Let me take a quick break. I want to come back. I want to talk about, uh, you, you mentioned that word mission. I, li- I like that, on, but that was on the business side. But there's got to be a mission around the date, too. There's going to be a mission around finding the perfect match. So I'm going to get back to that. But right now, I want to I tell you about my newest all-business sponsor. It's at Stitch You. Uh, if you've been listening lately, well, you've been knowing I've been talking about them a lot because they make me look great. They specialize in custom-tailored menswear for the modern gentleman. Say they take your measurements. This is how easy it is. Say they, they, you're saved to an online profile. You can do it yourself. They got a tutorial right there online, but, or you can go into one of their showrooms. I like to do that. And they took everything and, you know, did the tape measure the whole bit, inseam, outseam, all that stuff. And they, they give me a perfect guarantee. They, they, they all, the, if, if it comes back, all these, these custom made shirts and all the custom made jackets, I even got some big boy pants the last time I ordered some stuff because I had to have those and they give you the perfect fit guarantee that means they'll alter the garment they remake it they they'll refund your purchase in full I've never seen them have to do that because everybody's so happy with it so you got nothing to lose so lots of patterns I mean they got books and books and books you know I kind of get to the same shirt same pink ones same purple ones that's the ones I order all the time uh, but just different styles of those so but you do what you want to do you know because it's custom tailored suits that started like 499 bucks, guys. So, guys, gentlemen, you can look sharp. We're talking about dates. You better not look bad. You better look sharp, you know. So, And they got shirts like at 90 bucks right there. Never buy off the rack again. And, by the way, you want to make an impression in Stitch You. So, visit in Stitch You, I-N-S-T-I-T-C-H-U.com, and you'll start looking better today. It, 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 looking good is important, isn't it, April, when you show up for a date? Yes, looking good, feeling good, all of it, Jeff. Yeah, and being and just being good. You know, that's another mm-hmm. thing right now in these dates, right? With all the Me Too and everything else, it's just scary. I mean, where where do you go on the first date? What should you do if you want to make a great first impression? Well, I think on how you met. You know, uh, the Me Too movement. I've been talking about that quite a bit lately, um, and I'm so grateful for it for all women. But, you know, I also know that there's going to be a negative impact on people's dating lives. It is already really, really challenging to approach a woman. Women travel in packs. They might have a chatty friend with them, their iPhone, a magazine, a laptop. Very difficult, even for the most confident, successful man to walk up to a woman and meet her. And the Me Too movement, I think the good men out there are filtering this information and they want to do what's right. And I see them holding back and not complimenting, not really knowing what is appropriate and what is okay or not. The biggest issue for women is safety Mm -hmm. um, and privacy. Um, so to make a woman feel safe, that's how you dictate and predicate where you're going to go, how you're going to approach it and how, how you're going to approach the date and even lo- the location. So if, if someone is meeting personally through me, they might be more prone or apt to accept a date where you could pick her up and take her to the restaurant. But if you know that I would, I would say out of the thousands of women I've interviewed over 20 years, um, women, when we ask them, how do you want to feel when you're with a man? The word is generally safe. 
So if you know, you can kind of reverse engineer your dating style by looking at that word and approaching her that way, planning your date around that safety. Uh, so I want to get to, is it, it, oh man, see, I would think, you know, my style would be, I like to take care of people. I like to sh- make sure that they have a great time. Uh, impress would be another word I'd use as well, but I'm a little bit old fashioned. You know what I mean? Mm. If you know what I mean, but I'm respectful, you know, in terms of, you know, I work with women who are very powerful, very strong uh, in my relationship with my wife. She's the, you know, literally she's the boss. You know, I know me, I wouldn't want to be married to me, um, you know, <laughs> but, but at the same time, you know, I'm, I'm extremely respectful, but I, w- I think I would be considered old fashioned. You know what I mean? Is that, yeah. is that kind of an outdated thing these days? Or I, I, maybe the word I would use is chivalrous. No, no, Jeff, I think that would be beautiful. You know, so to me, it's the people have not changed. People are the same as they were since the beginning of time. Our method in which we're meeting has shifted, but that doesn't mean it should change chivalry or respect or care. Um, people think that they need to date differently because of the technology, and that's not true. That's just the knock at the door. It's just what gets you to the date. Um, but the chivalry is is wonderful. The only word I would take out is a lot of men and good men, just like yourself, Jeff, who have been married before um, that come to me, Mm -hmm. they think that they need to impress someone. And that leads to some inauthentic behavior. And what I don't like to hear is women saying, well, he was too nice. There's no such Mm. thing as too nice. But the good men out there want to impress. They want to make sure a woman has a great time on her date. But that's not really what a date is for. It's not your job to be the leader in everything. I know you love to take care of people, and it's all wonderful. The job of a date and the mission of a date is to really discover chemistry and Mm -hmm. to connect. That's it. Yeah, and not to overpower, not to overshow, not to be – too boisterous in terms of, you know, over the top. When I say impress, and let me, I want to make sure I'm clear too, I, I, cause I'm not that way. I am who I am. And, but mm-hmm. what I mean is I want to be prepared. I'm going to make sure everything's right. I'm going to call the restaurant, make sure it's lined up right. I'm going to have my favorite table. I'm going to find out if I know ahead of time that if she likes, we've, uh, look, p- please, if my wife's listening to this right now, I'm not doing these things. All right. But, <laughs> but that's what I would do. I would make sure that there's the, the bottle of wine that she likes is on that they have it you know whatever you know Mm -hmm. or if she Mm -hmm. likes sushi that's where we're going so when i say impress i want to make sure that i'm being attentive and doing the right things now you know but the same you know i don't want to like oh hey by the way have you seen my pickup truck or whatever you know i Mm -hmm. that's not what i'm talking about and i and i get Mm -hmm. what you're saying i want to make sure that that we also point that out because guys you don't you don't need to do that be yourself be authentic because it's going to come out anyway Right. Well, it's going to come out anyway. And and just like if you're a good guy and you want to take care of all of those things in advance, do it because it will land beautifully with the right woman. Yeah. And any woman who wouldn't be gracious and thankful, thankful the next day. But I I do think that there is a difference. You know, women wait to receive and men want to give. Um, I just think there needs to be a little bit of 50 50. But certainly the effort, especially in the first, I would say, three dates from the male part is essential to the success of that new forming relationship. Uh, I think because people are dating with technology and there's so much abundance or opportunity, we should say, that not a lot of effort, Jeff, is being put into these dates because there's 50 to 100 other women tapping this guy's account that week alone. 
So why spend the time getting the best bottle of wine, picking the restaurant, finding out what her favorite flower is, doing all of that, if you know that you have no idea who this person is until you actually get there. And with that ec- economical frame point that we were talking about earlier, there is less effort being put into dates. And what's happening is nobody really gets anything. They don't create it. They don't create an event. And a date should feel like an event. Ooh, I like that. I think that's pretty cool because I wrote down the term as I was listening to you earlier, bulk dating. Because I remember talking to mm-hmm. some of the people in the office and my team, and they're telling me that they're going on two or three dates in a night, which means they go meet somebody for this and then they go meet somebody for over here for this. And, yes. and it's like they're trying to, to check off as many of these things and see which ones go into the keeper list or something, right? I mean, that's kind of what they're doing. Right. Well, anybody who's doing that, they might whinge and say they're looking for a serious relationship, but it's actually, to me, it's reflective of their lack of readiness because it only feels like you're being productive, right? It's Mm -hmm. like in our business, we could feel like we're being productive because we're doing a ton of busy work. But at the end of the day, what did we get done? What was the ROI on our efforts of the day? So that kind of dating, it, it, it has this popular myth that it's going to get you to where you want to be faster. And it's not true because you can't possibly be digging in, creating a solid and profound connection with anybody if you're fragmenting out your schedule and meeting three people a day. That's kind of like skimming an article. You're skimming yes. it. You're reading it, right? You know, <laughs> but you're really not taking it in, right? You exactly. Know? Exactly. Reading the cliff notes is not the same thing as reading the novel. All right, there we go. And I don't even think they call them cliff notes anymore. But (laughs) you've got a product called Level. Tell me about Level. Why is it different than the other matchmaking websites that are out there? Um, Well, first of all, Level was my answer to the frustrations out there in the dating market. And after running a very high-end personal matchmaking consulting business for 20 years, I saw what was going on up there. And in order to solve those problems, I created a private offline matchmaking network that is a hybrid of my personal matchmaking, but it's supported by intuitive and intelligent technology for single professional men who are ready for a real relationship. Is it for men? Is it why And why men? Well, I've always done a male-based model. Um, you know, when I started out running another company, <laughs> Why? Because they need the help the most or what? <laughs> no. <laughs> I love working with men. You know, when I started out uh, in my 20s working for a, a, a matchmaking company, we, bo- we worked for both women and men. And although I was productive there, I created, you know, quite a few marriages and lasting relationships, I could feel the stress and the pressure because it was a male and female-based client list. And that never works because it's a conflict of interest. It's like having your foot on the brake and the gas at the same time. So when I started my company, I decided to choose a side. It it lended itself to being far more ethical and effective because if I was working with men, then I could open up my network to women everywhere. Because a lot of times when women pay for services, they, they end up having like this white knuckle grip on the success. So you've got a lot of women who are, uh, in those agencies that are successful, they're determined, but the the attachment to finding the guy leads to really bad behavior, and they're very difficult uh, to work with at times. 
So for me, I wanted to gift women with this um, open uh, application format for them. Um, and that's what I was doing. So level is just the continuation of my brand, of my business in order to scale and serve more people. There was a market that wasn't being served. It's not the free dating app market. And matchmaking for so many people, and although I've loved it, you know, my rates were 50000 and above per client for all of that time. And there was a market in there for men that were still successful, still wanted something that was personal, high touch, but with the speed and the efficiency of technology, those guys were not being reached. And that's why I created Level. Okay, I've, I'm going to come back. I got to take a break because I got to pay for your fee to get into the date. I'm going <laughs> to figure that out. Not for me, but I got to buy one for someone that maybe will do that. But let me let me take a quick break and come back because I want to add $50,000. Oh, my God. Well, uh, let's, let's get to make sure these people are successful. Uh, and, it, and, I, and I'm not joking. It's, it's worth every minute. If you, you find the right person. It's worth a fortune, you know, without without question. So, let, let's talk about talk about mailing for a second, because Pitney Bowes is the industry leader in mailing and shipping solutions. No wonder, uh, no matter what you send or how often, you know, Pitney Bowes has a solution that precisely fits your needs. They weigh it, print it, mail it, save three cents per letter after January first with the Pitney Bowes solution. The discounts are not available in the post office, and the plans start at just five bucks a month. So sign up for this. And so our listeners, Pitney's opening uh, offering right now. They're opening it up and offering a free child. So if you're sure to find the solution that's just right for you and your business, all you got to do is sign up. So you go visit pb.com forward slash all business, learn more and try it for free. Free. Did you hear that? Free. Terms apply, but you got to see the site for details. So that's pb.com forward slash all business. And we thank them for sponsoring this and, and getting the word out. So, okay, seriously, $50,000? Well, that was my that was my rate in my former company. So let's be clear. Okay. Because it was my time. You know, I met yeah. with every single woman. I was their advisor. I was their matchmaker, their therapist, you name it. Yeah, and everything. I worked with- Yeah, like you probably even almost dressed them too, Mega. You like- <laughs> Some of that. Better, yeah. Get a Some haircut. Yeah. So, you know, for me, it was serving 15 to 20 men per year in that model. And it started to break my heart that I could see that I wanted to work with men that maybe couldn't afford me to work with me privately. And Level was the solution for that. So it's a much more affordable, scalable way. But I'm leveraging my expertise. And and I basically built that into the technology to help us internally move with speed, which takes down a lot of the cost on the client side. Um, so yes, of course, people can still work with me privately, but level is to serve that other audience. Mm -hmm. So it levels fuel, fueled off of artificial intelligence, right? Yes, it is. So how does that work? So essentially, you know, taking my brain and putting it on steroids is what I've done. You know, when I, when I was creating level, it was about what do I do that is my formula, my method, my process? Um, how do I interview people? How do I match people? And anybody who's been in the matchmaking space knows that, you know, there's not a lot of quality control when you are trying to teach people how to do what you do, because so much of it is practice and intuition. So instead of me training 50 Aprils, it was how can I train the technology to process, experience, interview, qualify, and match the people? So I'm able to see through the AI that we've created where the alignment is based on everyone's values and how we uh, process feedback 
So it's an intuitive process that every time a member goes out on a date, not only does the technology get smarter, but we as a team get smarter. So we're still behind it and we can evaluate matches that isn't just based on someone's opinion who works for me. It's the opinion of my method. So if I am the doctor, the team is the um, pharmacy putting out the prescription that I wrote. So is it better to have something? Uh, so I'm going to call your system a smart system. I, I like to look at the business model. So you got mass systems, which I would call like the eHarmonies of the world and the match and so forth, Tinder. Mm-hmm. And then then I would call yours the smart system. Then I would call the, the there's some vertical ones like FarmersOnly.com, right? right. And JDate. Now, now I, and, and by the way, I my profile gets stolen all the time. My picture's mm. off of Facebook and, and people put up fake uh, dating things with my name on them. And, and so I show up on gay sites. I was, I don't know what the gay site one, one that I was on, but the, which I guess I, I, I'm pulling in a lot of names. That's pretty cool. And then but recently some woman wrote to me and said I was on, a, on this one site and I sent it to my wife. Cause I was like, let her know, Hey, you know, I'm on here again. Um, and, uh, and she said, do you know what that was? I said, no, she goes, that was, it was a mature site. I said, what's a mature site? And she <laughs> said, it's for people much older. I went, oh, that's great. So I've got, I I've crossed the line, but you know, it, so is, which one of these is better? I mean, so if I have to choose, I would, I would, I tend to say the smart site. Well, what I like about my process is, you know, I'm not trying to instill my own values into our members. It's up to us to mine for those values through the um, onboarding. And it's a dynamic questionnaire that I created. So to me, a free dating app, it's nice. It's free. It's, it's, if I were out there dating for the first time in 20 years, or I didn't know really what I wanted to do and I wasn't looking for anything serious, I might try a dating app because it would give me some experience, right? Get my toe in the water. Um, the, the verticals are so restrictive, but the nice thing about what level is, is it doesn't matter. You could be, you know, only wanting to date Jewish. You could, you could be mature and only wanting to date mature. You could be a millennial and using level. Um, heck, it could work in the gay community at some point mm-hmm. because relationships are relationships. So I don't, I, I get the verticals. I get the marketing of those. I do. But the match, the match.com and some of the dating apps that are out there and even the eHarmony, because you have a DIY product, you are absolutely using your own time and your own skill level. Let's talk about that. You know, we're not trained unless you've done a lot of work on yourself. We as people are not trained to do that self-assessment, to understand what our pain points are, how to represent ourselves. So you're essentially asking people who have no training whatsoever on how to market and represent themselves out on those sites. Then they have to be able to filter and qualify. It is a full-time job. Mm -hmm. So if anybody wants to outsource that legwork, then going to something like level would be better for them. But if they don't mind the legwork and they don't value time, their time as much as others, then a dating app could be a fine place to get started. It's just not, it's going to be an appetizer, just not your meal. What's the biggest mistake someone makes getting into dating? Um, I think it's uh, being too closed off and too rigid in their wants. Mm -hmm. Um, I match on need. 
Because I believe if your needs are really important to you, and that's why level makes you be very specific in your responses. I, there's a few questions in my algorithm where I ask you for only your top three. And what I find is a lot of pushback from people because they want it all. They want the world. They want the whole world. So when you go to a matchmaker, you end up listing like a diatribe of 30 qualifications and 30 attributes that you want in someone. And it makes our eyes cross. So I started seeing in terms of almost like keyword, my eyes started when I was looking at profiles that people wrote about themselves, my eyes started looking in a highlighted keyword, which is how I created this system. Because I think people think that there's too many options out there and they write a list of their wants, but they don't have a really good handle on their need. And I believe needs are sexy. If it's really, if these three list items are super important to you and the person you meet is maybe off type, you will indeed find chemistry, emotional and physical chemistry. That is if those things are important to you. But I think people date to qualify instead of to connect. That's the biggest problem I see people are doing. Yeah, I, I like focusing on the needs versus the wants. So what do you think is the, is? and you mentioned the word keyword, I like that. So in business, I'm always looking at KPIs, you know, key performance mm-hmm. and indicators. What What's the biggest indicator that this is going to be a successful relationship or a successful date? To me, when two people come back with common values, physical and emotional chemistry, that's the biggest indicator mm-hmm. of something that's going to launch. Because if there's emotional chemistry, but there wasn't the physical, then we don't have a game um, and vice versa. But when you get two people together that are focused on a future and they've got similar values, a similar outlook, there is a need for what the other person has to offer mixed with that really beautiful physical, emotional chemistry. I'm usually pretty sure that's going to take off and have some legs. But all of those have to, it's kind of like a, it's a, it's a mix, you know, of so many different things, but especially those, because it has really nothing to do with how much you have in common. That's a big mistake people make. So we actually don't match on if you play tennis, so we match you in an algorithmic way with other people who play tennis. That's not how my system works. It's really based on the deeper, more important things that I've seen uh, in my years of doing this that really creates something that's lasting and, and meaningful. Yeah, you're exactly right. You know, my wife and I couldn't be more opposite than what we are. I mean, you know, I'm six foot three. She's five foot one. She's tiny. I'm big. You know, I'm bigger than necessary, so to speak. But but even in our own interest, I don't like music. She loves music. I like to hunt and fish. She doesn't like to do those things. You know, but but if you get down to the real needs of what we are and who we are, she's my best friend. And, and it's so deep. And in in, we don't even have to, to say anything. We know, right? Exactly. And, you know, that nice alchemy of two people, you know, our relationships are our teachers, right? So, you know, when, when people go out on dates and they look at a profile, what they're looking at is that person isn't reflective of me. You know, I want that person who looks like me, sounds like me, walks and talks like me. That's not the great relationships that are out there. I'm very opposite to my husband in many ways. Uh, but he's my partner in all things in life. And I have benefited massively from being in a relationship. I'm an extrovert. He's an introvert. You know, I'm in the matchmaking and relationship space. He's in finance. Um, He's now my business partner. He's my best friend, like you said about your wife. And, you know, had we met online, it's possible that we may not have connected because some of the parameters weren't in alignment. Well, I tell you what, it's been a pleasure. I wish we had more time. We'll have to go on a date. 
you know, <laughs> and uh, we'll we'll do this another time. But I, I, this was awesome to be able to have a chance to visit with you and get get a get clear about what's going on and get level on the date. So it's been a pleasure having you right here on All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett. Thank you, Jeffrey. You're listening to All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett, brought to you by C-Suite Radio, a podcast network featuring today's top business experts and is part of the C-Suite Network, the world's most trusted network of C-Suite executives. Find this and other business podcasts on c-suiteradio.com. Okay, at the end of every show, I like to talk about what I learned. And before I get to that, I want to talk about my two friends. I got two of them here, Elytra Health. You know, we spend money and investing in so many unimportant things, all right? We waste a lot of time on dates. We just found out about that. So you need to start investing in your most important asset, the most valuable thing you got. You know what that is? That's you, you, ourselves. That's right. That's what Elytra Health, the Manhattan Center for Life and Longevity does. Now, I talk about this place because I love this place. I went to it. Spa-like atmosphere. I go there. You talk about preventative medicine. Listen, we're going to live into our hundreds now, all right? I didn't think I'd ever live past, you know, quite frankly, where I'm at today. Now, but I went to the doctor. And they take me into this thing, feed me a gourmet breakfast, put me through tests, CAT scans, bone desk, desk density uh, test. Then they, 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 you know, got to, you know, do the urine test, the blood test. I got to do cognitive testing, all this stuff. And at the end of the day, they, all the tests come back in one place. And I find out the things I got to change. And I sit with the doctor for a couple hours. I actually did. He said, take as much time as you want. And he went through every test with me, explained it. I had my wife there so she could hear it, you know, so she didn't think I was pulling the wool over her eyes. And so, she, by the way, she did it too. So we went and did it the same day, which was so awesome. And we found out the things we needed to do and preventative so that we can watch out for certain things. And you want to know what those are? I think you do. I'd want to know those things if I was running my business now knowing my life. So there you go. So go visit Elytra Health, E-L-I-T-R-A. You call me. I will set you up with an appointment. All right? It's worth it. And I also want to talk about Pitney Bowes, okay? I've discovered that sending a solution is the best, and who? Pitney Bowes. Yeah, no matter what you send or how often you send it, they offer you the ability to print postage from your office. I like that. I, it's cold here in South Dakota. I'm in South Dakota this uh, weekend, and uh, it's cold, man. Why would I want to go to the post office? And I can do it right from my office. They have special discounts. They save three cents per letter, right? I talked about that at the beginning of the show. Talk about it at the end because it's important. And it's as low as five bucks a month. So visit pb.com forward slash all business to learn more. And don't forget to sign up for their free trial. Okay. Again, that's Pitney Bowes. That's PB. Okay. Dot com slash all business. There you go. All right. Now, what did I learn this week? What did I learn? Man, it's tough out there. Just like dating, you know, in your business, you got to be prepared. And you know what I think one of the big takeaways I thought today was don't be over the top of yourself. You know, I talk about this in your business all the time. I think it applies to your personal life. And then, you know, I took it a little personal and she said, you know, impress, impress. You know, I let's look at it from a different perspective. I wouldn't try to impress someone like, hey, here's my big pickup truck or here's my gun or here's my, you know, my wallet. I'm talking about impress, like do your homework. Impress people by being who you are, being on time, being respectful, 
you know, being honorable. I guess it's chivalrous a little bit. Anyway, that's what I learned. I think businesses can learn a lot from that too. So that's what we learned right here on All Business. And I thank you so much for being a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. And there's lots of other great shows, so come and listen. And uh, don't forget to tell your friends about, uh, you know, about me, about All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett right here on C-Suite Radio. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.